brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sift Pop Podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks. You may not know it, but this podcast met in a piano bar in Los Angeles. It's Sift Pop. It's all about the vocal fry. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you always push it to the max. Like, <laughs> I'm always waiting for you to turn blue and just fall over and leave me with the rest of the show. And you, then like it in a would good be way? mine. I was going to say, is that like, is that like a dream you've had? <laughs> Welcome to Sif Pop. We're streaming live on Mixler every Friday or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. perks. Yeah, patrons get those perks. Uh, I'm Aaron Dicer from YourMovieFriend.com. I'm joined, like every week, by Andrew Ormsby from Flick Freaks. Ahoy! And uh, every week we'll also be joined by a pop culture guru to chat about movies, television, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And today's guru is local filmmaker Daniel Posey. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Not your first time. Not my first time, but the first time in the bunker. That's right. Yeah. Is it your third time overall? Third time, yep. That's I think right. you and you and your friend Spencer were on once together. Zootopia was our first time. Yeah. And then what'd you do your second time? That was uh Finding Dory. Oh just nice. Keep swimming. Yeah, Pixar or You're just I guess no Disney animated movies. That's man. It, we'll I just know. call you back for all the Disney <laughs> anime. We should talk Moana instead of award season. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably talk some Moana. We later probably on. will. Uh and that kind of gives away what we're gonna do. We're gonna pretty much spend this entire episode talking about the recently released uh, Critics' Choice uh, nominations, I should say. The awards are actually a week from this Sunday, December 11th, on A&E. I will be there in Los Angeles for the awards. Uh, I vote put my nominations in this week. I'll put my votes in next week. So it helps me even just to talk about this to kind of centralize some of my thoughts on, you know, what am I going to end up voting for? You know, how's that all going to go? Um, plus, it's always fun to talk about the best of the best. So we'll mostly talk about that. We'll do some uh, buried treasure, of course, at the end. But we like to start with some do we care? All right. We have three, as always, do we care things for the week. One of them you're probably not going to care about, but it is very important. Okay. I will preface. So the Game Awards happened last night. I saw that that was going mm-hmm. on. And Hideo Kojima won Industry Icon. 
Okay. If you don't know who Hideo Kojima is, he is the guy who created the Metal Gear Solid right. franchise. One of the most brilliant minds there ever has been, not only in storytelling, but in video games. Um, he was nominated last year, and he won, but the company he worked for, he was going through this whole tirade where he was in the process of being fired. They actually banned him from going to the awards to get his to get the award. Whoa, wow. conflict. It, yeah, yeah. They, like it was this whole thing last year, like how this company uh, Konami was beyond awful to him. And uh, there was a game that was supposed to come out between Hideo Kojima, Guillermo del Toro, and Norman Reedus, and it was called Silent Hill. It was remake of it. I don't know if you ever heard people talking about the game PT, Mm-mm. the scariest game of all time. You, That's probably why I haven't you heard about the, it. You remember how I was talking with Danae, how I wanted her to play the scariest game of all That's time? That's what you were wanting that her to play? That was the game, yeah. Okay. But they canceled that game. They fired him. Now he has his own production studio. And now he's making his own games. He's his own man now. And it's a great story. I don't know if you guys care about that, but it was You didn't worth even give us a chance to say. Like you didn't even like <laughs> throw us throw us a do we care. I did, but then I said you probably don't care. <laughs> I answered for you. <laughs> I do care though. That's why I want to be able to say I do care. Okay. I like all sorts of awards. And so. I grew up, I grew up playing Metal Metal Gear Solid. So it's okay. it's one of those fascinating games, especially whenever they brought it over to the GameCube. Mm-hmm. With twin snakes, yeah, oh, that was a blast. So, isn't one of the Metal Gear characters in the Smash? Some of the Smash Brothers games, yeah, saw a uh, snake or yeah, big yeah, boss, yeah. whichever one you want to. That's a whole thing in itself. So, yes, the answer is yes. Yeah. So, see, <laughs> I have a little bit of experience with Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, I saw Smash Brothers. I, I, I've got a question, real quick, because it's inspired by a crazy dream I had last night that they were remaking uh, Escape from New York. Is what Snake actually? Uh, based on Snake Plissken. No. Okay. Um, because what is it based? I know it's. That'd be really cool if it was based off of Kurt Russell's character. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no. Um, who is the? I think Kiefer Sutherland is the voice of Snake in the video games. So really? Yeah. Interesting. Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, serious? I, I had no idea. He is in the newer ones. I know, but it was somebody else in the original ones, though. Okay. Very cool. Yep. Number two is sad. Number two on our do we care? So. This uh, past week, we lost Ron Glass and Florence Henderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we often with these, we we don't say do we care. We say of course we care. We, you know? we, we pay respect. Really, yeah, so. yeah. And I think those are two worth mentioning. Um, mm-hmm. I was surprised at the lack of outpouring for Florence Henderson. It didn't seem like anybody was really, really? talking about it that much. At least on my feed. Okay, we talked about it a bunch. I know over at Flick Freaks. Yeah. You know? Um, and that surprised me because of how much she is the like Carol qu- quintessential the mom. mom, you know, yeah. TV old school sitcom Matriarch, mom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a loss. And then what's interesting is I never really watched Barney Miller, but I love Firefly. Firefly. And so mm-hmm. my connection, Shepherd book. yeah, my mm-hmm. connection was with the character in Firefly. So that's exactly how I was too. I never watched Barney Miller, but man, Shepherd book. Well, it's so interesting too, to see how across the generations you end up having a uh an actor or actress and they like one generation knows them for something else and then like say your kids or someone else yeah. they know them for a different character that's, oh, that's so, so fascinating true. yeah 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 absolutely number three is more on track with what we normally talk about during the do we cares all right let's do it have we all seen the movie snowpiercer i have i have not okay. actually okay. TNT has ordered a pilot for a Snowpiercer series. The series, yeah. Yeah, I, I did see that. And I 
I do care. I'm extremely nervous. Like I like I don't think this will be good. Can I ask you if you like the movie or not? I, I really liked the movie. I did too. Okay. I really enjoyed the movie, and that's that's part of the reason I don't I don't know how you make a TV show that captures what I loved about the movie because what I loved about the movie was how tight and frenetic it was, mm-hmm. and how how the journey was full of momentum and TV is almost the opposite sometimes mm-hmm. where you have to drag momentum down so you can do a whole season or mm-hmm. a second season if it's successful. And so I just, I wonder how it's going to keep the same tone. Maybe they're thinking they just need to build one set <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then they're good forever. But, but the movie kind of implied that they were wrong about the only living people on, you know, being on the train. Like there were moments in that movie where there was like a hint of, Oh, maybe there are people that live off this train. You talking about the quote the ending sort of thing? Yeah. Well, there was an ending, and more. there was in the middle. There was a little nod too. To they were looking the, out the window. So foreshadowing. Was, yeah, too. yeah. I remember that they were talking about people who got off the train and died. Yeah, I remember that they were talking mm-hmm. about that because it was like a monument, like as they mm-hmm. go around. But um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm a little nervous. TNT I'm, is not known to me personally for making groundbreaking. Mm television series because what's the best tnt show we know drama <laughs> I, can't I think they also think say what, we know comedy i can't even think <laughs> of what the best tnt show is all right let's let's, let's see what google says yeah google best you've never TNT let me down tv show um let's see animal kingdom rizolian isles mm-hmm. um the closer i think some people okay. like that was Prison Break on TNT? No, it's Fox. Fox, no, that was okay. on Fox. Okay. Uh, Franklin and Bash is mentioned. Uh, you're right. There's not a lot of great stuff here. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, maybe TNT will be the new USA, and Snowpiercer will be the new Mr. Mr. Robot. Robot. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into some awards talk, shall we? Let's do it. I'm excited. So, uh, I'm not going to mention who, because I want it to be a surprise, but somebody in this room actually votes in the Critics' Choice Awards. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any of us. It could be any of us. <laughs> who knows? Uh, and, yeah, and so the nominations came out yesterday. So, we're going to look through both television and movies with just some general thoughts. I don't want to go through every single category for every single award. We would be here a while. But let's at <laughs> least hit kind of the primary things and talk about... What we've seen, what we liked, what we think should win, maybe what we think will win, you know, yeah. if it's different, that kind of stuff. Um, I haven't decided yet. Let's take a vote. There's three of us. Okay. And we could even maybe see a vote from the live chat. Uh, do you want to start with television or do you want to start with movies? I would prefer to start with movies. I, yeah, I, I, I tend to go towards the, the film All right. as well. All right, we will start with movies then, and let's just go right to the granddaddy. Let's just start with Best Picture. Okay. Talk about what we've seen there. Now, Critics' Choice nominates a bunch of movies uh, for Best Picture, and in fact, I think there are 10 nominations. I'm counting 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You are correct. Thank you. My math is correct. It's not Uh, that I doubted you. I just wanted confirmation. uh, I'll just go through them in alphabetical order. Arrival, Mm -hmm. Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Heller High Water, La La Land, Lion, Loving, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight, and Sully. What a weird nomination. I can't believe Sully got nominated for mm-hmm. Best Picture. It's like they were trying to think of one other. I could think of plenty of other movies that I would have right? put there besides Sully. Absolutely. It's <laughs> really street. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Fantastic. There are, plen- <laughs> there are plenty that could go there instead of Sully. Um, so that's, that's interesting. I think that's the Tom Hanks effect. Mm. I think it's just people love Hanks. 
So that could be it. But what do you think overall, like when you look at this list, what are your general thoughts? Good list. Really good list. Um, I've seen all but two of them. So uh, I have seen everything on the list. Um, what about you, Daniel? How many have you managed to see? I have a lot seen of these aren't three. out yet. I, I've seen Sully, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, and Arrival. Okay. Uh, I've not seen, although it kind of caught me off guard, uh, Hell or High Water. And I've not seen, I've wanted to see that, but that's the only, I think that's the only one out right now, other uh, that you can actually see. I think Lion is out. Technically, technically Lion and Manchester by the Sea and Moonlight are all out. But it's not like they're Just, playing wide. Gotcha. I think like so, Moxie showings or something. Like, yeah. There's okay. a local okay. theater we have here. Uh, in the chat, a great question. Is Silence not in there because it hasn't come out yet? Uh, Silence is not in there because nobody in the critics' uh, choice has seen it. Mm. Um, there are plenty of movies that aren't out yet that they send what are called screeners for so that we can nominate them if we want to. They decided not to do that with Silence. Passengers and Rogue One. Those are the three major movies that they decided. You Don't know what? Remember Silence? Is that the uh, Martin Scorsese Martin, Martin Scorsese movie yeah. with Andrew Garfield? Uh, Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. You remember um, that movie was originally supposed to have uh, Guillermo de, or not Guillermo del Toro, Benicio del Toro, and Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see it. I'm not sure if it would have made the list or not, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. chances are it would have, from what I'm understanding and hearing. It's Scorsese. I mean, it is Scorsese. Um, I think of this list. Let's start with Hell or High Water since you bring it okay. bring it up first. I'm so glad to see that on this list. It's one of those indie films that needs the praise, and it's more than deserving of it. Yeah, Chris Pine and uh, especially Jeff Bridges just blew that film out of the water. Oh, and Ben Foster. And Ben Foster mm. was Ben Foster. That's yeah. all I can say. Well, and it's just a really <laughs> so compelling, interesting, actor. great story with well-rounded characters and. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's one that I'm glad to see on there. I'm also really glad to see Lion on there. I wasn't sure it would get nominated. It's one of my favorites of the year. Uh, probably of all the the screeners I was sent, it was the one that surprised me the most by how much I liked it. Um, so I'm glad to see that on there. Um, other than that, everything is pretty much to be... Well, Arrival's interesting, too. No, it's not. What do you mean? I more than expected it to be on this list. Well, what's interesting is it's the second most nominated film in the entire nominations, and I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it as an awards contender. So I, I found it interesting that, that it made the list. I think that the Hollywood elites, I think that Hollywood is starting to understand that sci-fi films can, in fact, be great stories yeah. and great films. Mm, yeah. And I think that Arrival is like the creme de la creme of mm. an example for that. Because we typically see that sci-fi pictures are just kind of, you know, brushed to the side. Exactly. And, and that, so it, it was not, whenever I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Because that's the only, is that the only major sci-fi film? Once you get down to like yeah. action films and stuff like that, you'll yeah, see yeah. like Captain America mm-hmm. or Deadpool or stuff like that. Yeah. Which, by the way, I love that. We'll just talk about this now because we're not going to go into detail with like the action comedy, those kind of things. For sure. Um, I love that for the most part, the body of the critics choice nominate actual comedies or mm. actual action movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, they throw in cat- one in that, you know, is going to win just because it's not right. Well, like you've got um, Axel Ridge. Ridge in the action category, yeah. which yeah. I understand. I didn't nominate it there. I per- for my in case you want a little insight on in how I do it. Yeah. If I'm going to nominate something for prestige. And it doesn't like directly fall into that category. I'm not nominating nominating it for a category. Yeah. So um, 
Can you give us like a rundown of the voting process? Do they give you a list and you cherry pick or do you send in who you think oh, you should can, be nominated? You can send each- in, yeah, it's a blank slate. You can type in whatever you want that came out during the year. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, you're able to do that. So yeah, for me, when I nominate comedy, I nominate things like, you know, um, pop star, never stop, mm. never stopping or, Was that you nominated know, in comedies? no, but it should have wow. been, it should have been. Yeah. Um, okay. I think I did nominate, uh, I think I did put in there Hail Caesar, but mm. I thought that fell pretty squarely into the comedy category, like yeah. it seems like oh, a yeah. comedy. So That's that's pure <laughs> Coen Brothers comedy that you get in like Burn After Reading and stuff. Um, any other thoughts on the movies in there? Um, as far as like what's in there? And well, let's talk about what you, what you think is going to win, what you want to win. Okay. Of the ones you've seen. Mm. You want to go first? La La Land. You want La La Land I, th- I think it will win, and I, th- I think it should win. The I only th- one that could give it a run for its money is Manchester by the Sea, mm. I think. But um, I think it's just it's just one of those movies that comes out exactly when it should, because we haven't seen a musical like that in so long, you know, yeah. that that's, that's that classically romantic and that kind of thing. I do think that La La Land is going to win. I think Arrival should win. And I'm not just saying that. I really do think Arrival should win. Yeah. Um, La La Land is my number two film of the year. Arrival is still my number one. What are your thoughts on the three you've seen, Daniel? Well, t- I I would I would definitely say that of the three, Arrival would be the the winner uh, of the three that I I I've seen. Uh, but going into this, I also thought you know La La Land would definitely have that kind of the artist feel to mm-hmm. it in the sense of where. It's kind of a throwback film that we haven't had something as big as this for a while now. I feel like this is a very unique film to be released um, in, in quite some time. So, uh, and coming not, from Damien Chazelle, who did Whiplash yes. you know, a couple years ago. And I mean, it's just really impressive. Ninth greatest movie of all time. <laughs> Whiplash is? Whiplash is. Whiplash is definitely up there. And knowing that, uh, I have, I, I try not to have a lot of high expectations, but La La Land is up there. And uh, so I feel like it will have that, you know, yesteryear type feel to it where with the modern take where you, you kind of feel transported back into kind of, uh, I don't know, the heyday of you know, this Hollywood uh, type feeling. And I'm, I'm excited to see it, but, you know, comparing it to what I've seen so far, I do feel like La La Land um, and Fences, I'm, I don't know, but f- according to like Denzel winning uh, an award for it on the stage play mm-hmm. and that getting a lot of hype on the stage play as well, I'm thinking that might also be a major contender. Let's talk but. about Fences just briefly, because both Andrew and I have wow. seen it. Uh, it's super powerful. Wow. Mm. It does fall into a bit of the trap that I said, like, that I feel like Chicago falls into. Uh, and I think, that's what I, this is the point I wanted to bring up. Which, um, which, by the way, was in our exclusive pre-show, which if you're a supporter on Patreon, yes. you'll be able to hear that at the Patreon um, page, patreon.com slash studio DNA. But I, I love think, that it felt like a stage play, though. Did you? I, I loved that it. That takes me out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, it, it just felt very stagey. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, Denzel's performance and Viola Davis's performance in this movie. When we get to actors and are actresses, we're definitely going to Phenomenal. About. So I, I can mm-hmm. see it getting, you know, a lot of attention. And it's really powerful subject material. Do too. you want to move on to best actor now in the next uh, category? The one thing I would say is uh, if, if you have any that you feel like should have been here that aren't. Mm. Sing Street is definitely one that needs to be not only nominated for like Best Picture, but there were so many underappreciated performances in that movie, I think, too. Yeah. Um, Captain Fantastic, I think, should be on here as well. Nobody saw that movie, though. Yeah. 
Um, I know somebody did, and they gave me some pretty great swag. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> thank you again. I have, to, I have to thank you on air for that, so thank you so much for my cast. That was a nice poster. Swag. Yeah, they, they sent a nice so poster, cool. and they sent the flag from the movie, too. Yeah. So I thought you would love that, because I know how much you love that movie. Now, uh, question for you guys. is: Was the uh, the Netflix movie uh, Beasts of No Nation released this year? That was last year. That was last so it was year. La- okay. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking it was at the very beginning of this year, but I... I was having a hard time thinking of that, um, but that would be the only one that I would. There had there wasn't much love for uh, oh Tink Cloverfield Hunt... Lane. I think it would have been cool to see that nominated. I would have loved again, to see that nominated. Once they get you know one sci fi film in there, they're not going to get another one. I'm I'm yeah. I'm glad that it that it was in the um, the sci fi horror category, and I hope it wins it? that category. Yeah, yeah. no, it Arrival is. Will. I know Arrival will, and it but... should. <laughs> well, kinda, but like I said earlier. I would love to see Tin Cloverfield Lane win the sci-fi horror category, and Arrival mm-hmm. can win, you know, Best the picture. prestige awards. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like <laughs> I don't know, but um, um, I can think of a couple other movies that I'm surprised weren't nominated for Best Picture. Go ahead, Eye in the Sky. Okay. I think that should have been uh, maybe Deepwater Horizon. Oh, possibly. Okay. Uh, maybe Nice Guys was nominated for comedy, and I think that that's a good spot for it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been a, a great contender. But uh, take out Sully, put in Eddie the Eagle, maybe. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are talking about Jackie, and I know you haven't seen Jackie, but it's the one yeah. with Natalie Portman as really Jacqueline Kennedy. Um, and there's a lot of surprise that that wasn't nominated instead of Sully. Mm. I can see that. I would nominate it instead of Sully, but I didn't like it as much as a lot of people did. I mean, the performance is incredible, and we'll talk about that here in a second. That's but- how I felt about Moonlight. Oh, with the performances kind of... No, just the movie in general, it being nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. I wasn't a fan. Like, it was a good movie, but not... I've seen way better movies this year. No, I agree. And uh, actually, the one movie I would say, uh, other than that, that I I just didn't jive with like everybody else's is Loving. Great Mm. topic. Very important topic. But the story, it's almost... You can feel them trying to make it more than it than it is. Yeah. And uh I just I didn't I didn't really jive with it. So um it's Jeff Nichols, man, I love that guy. I would have loved to have seen an animated movie make best picture noms, uh, maybe Kubo and the Two Strings or mm-hmm. something like that, but uh that doesn't often happen. Okay. Or even Moana. Moana would have been nice to see in the best picture category. Best uh, let's, actor? Yeah, let's move on to best actor. It's between two people in this category. But you want to list off everybody that's there right now? Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, Joel Edgerton Loving, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Tom Hanks, Sully. There's the Hanks factor again. Yeah. And Denzel Washington with Fences. Like I said, it's between Casey Affleck and Denzel Washington. And I think... For you or you think for everybody? Honestly, I think not only for me, but for everybody. Maybe Ryan Gosling might sneak in there. But honestly, Denzel, I think... I can't even decide between Casey Affleck and Denzel. Maybe Denzel over Casey Affleck. It depends on what you're Maybe. going for, right? There's yeah. a subtlety in an Affleck's performance that there isn't in Washington's performance. Mm. What yeah. Denzel's performance is out and out, typical prestige, mm-hmm. over the top, emotion, mm-hmm. you know, anger, drama, where Affleck's performance is somehow it's all internal and yet you know exactly what he's feeling. I know. That was it's it's incredible. You felt the years of torment that were mm. writhing writhing through Casey Affleck's character. Denzel, I will say this, and this is not me being hyperbolic. This is the for me personally the best Denzel Washington performance. Oh, ever. I I agree with that. Oh wow, yeah, it's it's best, phenomenal. His best performance of all time. That's well, especially 
coming from uh, whenever he was doing the play uh, as Malcolm X in that play version, I thought this would be the modern day version of that for him acting wise, because I've heard nothing but praise for the play version. And so especially the hype that he's received for that, I've, I, I thought that it'd probably translate right into the film. Yeah, Fences was originally a Broadway play that had James Earl Jones in it, and I've seen it. Um, not live, obviously, but I've seen a recording, and I didn't think anybody would, was going to be able to give a performance to rival James Earl Jones' performance. But man, if Denzel didn't get within a hair's reach, mm, yeah. it's so good. It's pretty powerful. I will also give a shout-out for uh, Andrew Garfield's performance in Hack- Hacksaw mm. Ridge as being a little underappreciated. Yeah. Uh, his aw shucks kind of Gomer Pyle-ish yeah. nature in there combined with the depth of that character is not easy to pull off. I don't think. And it, it would be one of those that it's very hokey where you, going into it, I actually, when I saw the first, I think it was a teaser trailer. When I first saw that, I'm like, now I'm not going to like Garfield. I'm not going to like this movie. And whenever really? I went into it, he totally like, it, I was just sucked into this film. And also with Garfield, I, I was just blown away because I was like, he maneuvered that character so well. I and thought like, so. Like you're saying, Aaron, it just it, Andrew was not able to, I mean, uh, he, it was very difficult to go through a character where you're kind of juggling this very whimsical type, uh, you know, feeling, but you're also reaching for the depths and i thought he did it really well and in a in a very natural way and and I, he sold me and it's, i was very surprised i think i said in my review it's it's not easy to do gomer pile meets gandhi you know what i mean like this <laughs> well, is, that's, yeah. that's, not a, <laughs> that's not an easy task i so. i know i guess not no you're right um anybody not in there that you'd like to see in there for best actor yeah um i'll mention you know? one i'll mention one you guys haven't seen probably michael keaton and the founder um, is that out yet? It's not. It's not out yet. Um, but it's the it, McDonald's story. Yep. It's the McDonald's story, and I think his performance is really good in it. Now, I've heard. Know, I've heard Nick Offerman just blows it away. He's great in it too. Okay. No, he's really good in it too. Okay. But um, but I, I think uh, I think Michael Keaton continues to do do good work. I don't think you'll see a lot during award seasons from the founder because I think there's some internal conflict there, mm-hmm. and they're not promoting it as much as. They possibly could. Uh, Plus, there's a lot of other movies. That we're are... in a Keaton sense right now, just like you're yeah. in a McConaughey. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Now, there actually not with the the best actor, but there is a bone I've got to pick with the uh, the best supporting actor, and that's. Do you want I'll, to go there next? I'll, 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 I'll hold off on that. But for the actors, I don't have anything there, but I do for best supporting. I want right. to throw out um, just uh, possibly. I know they they can't be nominated for the Critics' Choice, but. Do you think Chris Pratt for Passengers, or do you think that anybody from Silence could have made this Best oh. Actors list? I know it's a it's weird hypothetical yeah, because it's hard to we know. haven't seen it. But uh, um, from- I think I think Jennifer Lawrence it would very likely uh, have gotten a lot of attention because she always does. People love Jennifer Lawrence, and if there's yeah. a way to nominate her, a lot of people will nominate her because they love her so much. For Best Actress, for, our next category. For yeah, <laughs> going into Best Actress, yeah. Uh, Amy Adams for Arrival, Annette Benning from 20th Century Women, uh, Isabel Hoopert from Elle, Ruth Nega from Loving, Natalie Portman from Jackie, Emma Stone from La La Land. Uh, have I've seen everybody on this. Uh, I know you guys probably haven't seen Elle or hmm. 20th Century Women I've or seen two. Jackie. I've seen or two Lo- You've only seen Emma and Amy. Yeah, Emma and Amy, that's it. I've just seen Amy and that's it. 
<clears throat> I, would, I, hear... I would love for Amy Adams to win this. Me too. But you think uh, Natalie Portman I don't think is... she has a chance. I think Natalie Portman has this one running away. Yeah. I really do. That performance in Jackie is... Yeah. Whew. Well, you know what's amazing? The two women here that we're talking about, Amy Adams and Natalie Portman, they're the leads in their movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie about them. And it's strong, powerful women, strong, smart women too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that the fact that we're... I'm more excited about their performances than the best actors. Yeah, there's some there's some good stuff here. Um, I will say Emma Stone, I think, is unfortunately going to get overlooked in maybe mm. the one we look back on and go, what a powerful performance that there were just some above her that year because her... One aud- of the any other year sort of thing. Yeah, her audition scenes in La La Land are mind blowing like there's there's two i'm thinking of specifically the one, very first one the, the very, very the very first one and the very last one yeah. and it's just like wow that takes some skill so um i was really impressed with with her in la la land but i mean amy adams was great in arrival and natalie portman was almost transcendent uh in jackie so yeah um all right we can supporting move on to supporting actor. yeah why don't you start us off well let me go ahead to tell you mm-hmm. uh, uh mahershala ali from moonlight Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water. Ben Foster for Hell, Hell or High Water. Go Hell or High Water. Uh, Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel for Lion. And Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals. Why don't you start us off, Daniel, since I know you've got a thought here. Well, I uh, all of these seem like they would be very fitting, but the one that I was really hoping would be in here would be John Goodman from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. He he just not uh, in my opinion that might be my favorite Goodman performance just because he was yep. just so like you yeah, I know times, of, I know of one member of the uh, critics choice who uh, may or may not have nominated him who may or may not be in this room. Okay, I'm just <laughs> saying just saying I tried to do my part. And you know <laughs> what? Awesome. I'm glad somebody said it because I was going to say it that he should he should win. Yeah, he, not only not. I don't know that Jeff win. Bridges' performance is pretty amazing. So here's some. So you talking about Hell or High Water? You think uh, Bridges was better than Foster? I do think Bridges was better than Foster. Foster was great. Okay, a personal opinion. Yeah. Um. So do you think it's down between those two? No, I think Mahershala Ali is going to win this. No, I no, I think he will. No. I'm not saying he should. I don't oh, think okay. he should, but I think he, he will. Spoiler. I can't say that. It's a spoiler. Okay. The length <laughs> of his. Showtime. Okay, uh, <laughs> um, but man, I think, and I thought Lucas Hedges for a breakout performance. It's nomination worthy. Yeah, it's not winning worthy. I agree. Definitely. Um, how was Dev Patel and Lion? I was just going to say that's not the one I'm rooting for is Dev Patel. Really? I, yeah, I was really impressed with him in Lion, and I've seen him do good work before, but yeah. I don't think quite this caliber. I think he's really on on this in a in a movie that could very easily have read as cheesy because of the 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 heartstrings of the story. And yet, I think he played it exactly where it needed to be to really draw you in. Okay. So, and Michael Shannon's great in Nocturnal Animals too. Mm-hmm. These are great it's performances. Just Michael Shannon is like one of the best actors He's, ever. Yeah. So. Supporting right. actress. Supporting actress Viola Davis in Fences. Greta Gerwig in 20th Century Women. Naomi Harris in Moonlight. Nicole Kidman in Lion. Uh, Janelle Monae in Hidden Figures. And Michelle Williams in Manchester by the Sea. This one's obvious. You think it's Viola Davis? It's there's no way it's not. Yeah, there's no I, way it's not. From what I've seen, I w- I would I would say the same because rarely 
And I I tried to stick to your policy, Aaron, of just avoiding trailers. And oh, nice. the, the the little bit that I've seen of Viola I didn't invent Davis, that, by the way. There were people doing that before <laughs> I did, but I just you know I'll take credit. I uh, with that being the case, that uh, you know occasionally there'll be you know I'll I'll end up sneaking one one peek, sneak peek in here or there. And Viola Davis, very rarely. I actually don't. I cannot recall a time I've seen a teaser or a trailer or, or anything for a film, an excerpt where I'm. I'm just wow. I'm this. This seems it's already starting to make me feel emotional, and that's her when she's tearing up and she's yelling. That is one of the few times watching something from a film out of context, outside of the actual film. That I'm like, wow, this is this seems like it's making me get emotional right now. I can tell you the one person in this group that might give her a run for her money. I don't think they will, but might. Do you want to take a guess at who I think it is? Um, Michelle Williams. It's Michelle Williams. There is a moment towards the end of Manchester by the Sea, and she has a conversation, and it is Beyond powerful. It is really powerful and really good. Uh, if voters focus on that, she may have a chance, but I, mm. I agree. I think it's probably Viola Davis mm. yeah. that will win this. Um, okay. You want to skip down to best director? Yeah, we can, we can go to best director. Let me make, let's just, uh, you know, kind of take a couple notes here because there's a category that's not in other award show, which is best Mm -hmm. young actor or actress, uh, which I think is interesting. I think Lucas Hedges probably has the, uh, since he got nominated for a bigger award probably, but I wanted to draw attention to Lewis McDougal and a monster calls. Have you seen it? Monster Calls is phenomenal. I really loved that movie, and I thought his performance was really good in that. Haley Steinfeld in Edge of 17 is really good as well. Yeah, Um, that was the one I was going to ask you about, because you praised that movie. And her performance, specifically. She's really good in that. And and Queen of Cotway is is good as well, Um, although uh, I don't think it... I I would probably say Lewis and Haley um, have the greatest chance of standing up to Lucas Hedges. Um, Yeah, we can go with Best Director. Uh, you've got Chazelle for La La Land, Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge. Hope he's there at the awards. I would love to say hi. Uh, mm-hmm. Barry Jenkins from Moonlight, Kenneth Lonergan from Manchester by the Sea, Denzel Washington from Fences, uh, Denis Villeneuve from yes. Arrival, mm. and uh, David McKenzie for Hell or High Water. Again, the Hell or High Water love. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is obvious. Also for me, it's pretty obvious who should and will win. Uh, Damien Chazelle, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was. Um, long shots. The here's here's why I think he should win because coming off of Whiplash, I thought I had an understanding of what his directing style was going to be. Right, and he was an ace at that. Yeah. Then he comes over and does a lot of Law Land. It's completely something different. Completely yeah. different, and he aces it as well. And this should speak volumes to a guy who's thirty-one years old and has the ability to make movies of this caliber. Mm. If you watch the f- opening scene of La La Land and you come to the main credit that comes up at the end of the opening scene, yeah. you'll know how you're going to feel about the movie by that point. You either know that you're going to be you know, in love with it or that it's not for you because yeah. it's, it's this beautiful, one-shot, incredible journey that the camera takes through this musical number and it's, it's kind of mind-blowing. <laughs> I remember watching it and just going, this is all one shot. This is all one shot. <laughs> now, I think there probably was some digital trickery there in a mm-hmm. few places, oh, I would guess. S- same thing with uh, Birdman. Birdman, yeah. exactly. And, and that's a, that doesn't bother me because it's about the journey and the feel mm-hmm. of it, and it felt like you know this yeah. amazing one shot. So I agree. I think this should be uh, Chazelle's year. Honorable mentions? 
Uh, for director, uh, Denny Villeneuve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think deserves a lot of credit for how good Arrival is. Yeah. For sure. Um, and Denzel for Fences, too. I, mean, I don't know about... Is that see, his I first? Thought, uh, fourth. It's the fourth movie he's directed? Yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. I think uh, he did The Great Debate. The Great Debate. Antoine Fisher. Antoine Fisher. Yeah. And... Uh, he also did one episode of uh, Grey's Anatomy, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> I think he did. Well, that's his best work. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't we talking about Grey's? Uh, the only other things I wanted to mention, um, I want to talk about animated feature because in a disappointing movie year, I feel like it may have been one of the best years ever for animated movies. Uh, there were so many great animated films that came out this year. I am surprised to see Trolls on this list. It's okay, mm. but... Um, but I did not think it was great. But take mo- out trolls, put in Finding Dory. Finding Dory's in it's there. It's there. Oh, it is. Yeah. Then just take out trolls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, maybe they needed six. Maybe that's why it's in there. Okay. Uh, I have not seen the Red Turtle yet. I do have it, uh, and I'm looking forward to watching it. But all four of those others are A minus to A plus movies. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, Zootopia is incredible. Moana is wonderful. Kubo and the Two Strings is my favorite of the animated films mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And Finding Dory is beautiful from Pixar. It's saying something when Pixar's movie may be my fourth favorite animated movie <laughs> of the year. You know what I mean? Like, those Powerful. are hard to, you know. And you've got another Disney film over, animated film over a Pixar animated film. Yeah. I've got two Disney films over a Pixar Zootopia. film. Oh, Zootopia. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about so that. So do you think Kubo, you, th- you think it should win. Do you think it will win? No, I don't. You think it's going to be Moana? I think it is going to be Moana. Mm. I agree, and I think it should win. I it, it would not now. It would not surprise me if Kubo and the Two Strings won. I, there is a lot of critical love for it, mm-hmm. um, but I, I do think Moana will will pull it out, uh, and that's fine because they're my one two, and they're really close. Uh, it would be Kubo, Moana, Zootopia, Finding Dory, uh, and then well, it depends on how I feel about the Red Turtle because I haven't seen it yet. But yeah. once there, I see it, there's two uh, there's two categories here that I have a feeling we might skip over. Uh, action movie and best actor in action movie. Sure, what do you want to talk about with those? So, they threw in uh, it, it's uh, Civil War, Captain America Civil War, Deadpool, Doctor Strange, Hacksaw Ridge, and Jason Bourne. Yeah. We know Hacksaw Ridge is going to win. It yeah, it seems... It shouldn't win. It should not win. It I, should be Civil War. Yeah, I mean, I would I would say, yeah. Well, again, that goes back to my theory about, you know, prestige movie having, you know, a shot at the prestige categories. Um you know, I, I would much rather see something like Civil War, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. or even Deadpool, you know, win something like that. And here's the other one. Best actor in an action movie. We have Benedict Cumberbatch for Doctor Strange, Matt Damon for Jason Bourne, Chris Evans for Captain America Civil War, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, and Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool. Who do you think will win here? I I know I know you think Andrew Garfield will win. I would not be surprised if Ryan Reynolds wins. He, yeah. category. he should win. Yeah, he should I, win. I, and I think that's understood. I think the critics understand how key that performance was mm-hmm. to that movie. Um, I I won't be surprised at all if Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. does win, just because he's nominated in the more prestige categories. But but yeah, okay. Really interesting uh, nominations in that way. Um, the the. The comedies, uh, I would just say, like, having the nice guys in... Don't Think Twice. Edge of mm. 17 in there um, was a little strange to me. I would have much rather seen something like Keanu or mm. a pop star, like I mentioned, you know, yeah. show up in the comedy category. I think that nice guys fits right yeah, in that co- comedy yeah, I category. Yeah, I guess. I guess it does. 
I guess it does. I guess you're right. Uh, it's I, just more slap. I'm glad to see. It's like the buddy cop comedy that we haven't had in a while. I feel. Yeah. You know, maybe that was the main reason. Well, I mean, nice guys. I mean, it's <laughs> what <laughs> it's if Shane Black? He invented the buddy cop comedy. Yeah. Yeah. What if Ryan Reynolds wins best action actor and best comedy <laughs> actor for the same role? <laughs> what if? Wow. <laughs> Well, we know one of them, he is going to win Best Comedy Actor. Uh, I don't know, man. Don't count out Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Everybody loves The Rock. I am glad to see Viggo Mortensen nominated for Captain Fantastic, even though that movie's not really a comedy. Yeah. Is that the only nomination for that film? That's the, by only, the, only, nomination. the only nomination really? for Captain Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm good to, glad to see Kate McKinnon nominated for Ghostbusters for Best Actress, even though the movie you know, wasn't all that great. Her performance in it I thought was phenomenal. Do you think so. it's going to go to Haley? Or do you oh, think yeah. that Meryl Streep is just going to swoop in and steal another no, award? No, <laughs> no, I think it'll go to Haley Steinfeld. Okay. I really do. I, I think it should. Mm. <clears throat> and then 10 Cloverfield Lane, rooting for that in Best mm. Sci-Fi Horror. Um, I am really glad that uh, Don't Breathe got nominated. Yep. Yeah, but Arrival will probably win, and it should. Um, And then... Best song will go to one of the La La Land songs, mm. probably. Ooh. But I would love to Drive It Like You Stole Drive It, it like to you Win. Stole That's such a fun song. It should win, and I really am so mad that that is the only nomination that Sing Street got. Yeah. Um, actually, there's a. It's possibly. I don't think one of the La La, 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 La Land songs will win. Because, you think they'll split? Um, I, yeah, I think they're going to say, hey, you got two nominations. But I think it's going to be between How Far I'll Go and Moana. Or drive it like you still. I truly mm. do believe it's going to be between those two. I think it'll be auditions. The fools who dream. I think that'll mm. that will win. Okay, that's my thought. Uh, that's all we really need to talk about, right? We don't need to. There's a for, lot of for film. You mean? Yeah, for film. So that pretty much does it for the movies. Before we head on to television, I uh, want to thank a sponsor. If you need a video created from conception to completion, Stoker Media can do it all. They work with corporate clients, organizations, ministries, and individuals who need the right media piece to tell their story. They also offer event video services for weddings, presentations, conferences, or parties. Stoker Media's professional photography services are perfect for portraits, families, children, newborn, maternity, seniors, engagement, and weddings. They also offer professional headshot photography services. They have several options to fit your needs and budget. Stoker Media's photography goal is to capture worthwhile moments that you can save for a lifetime. For more information, contact Stoker Media at 417-763-1259 or online at stokermedia.com. That's S-T-O-E-C-K-E-R media.com. Yeah, let's go down to television. Um, And we'll start with the drama categories uh, as we move into the TV world. Okay. Um, Best drama series, Better Call Saul, Game of Thrones, Mr. Robot, Stranger Things, Westworld, this is us or the crown. All right. Interesting to see. Good to see. This is us nominated. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it, but I hear a lot of good things. So good. It's um, so good. Did anybody watch the crown? I've uh, one episode. I haven't seen the crown. I've heard a lot of people really getting into that. Yeah. Uh, the last two weeks, I uh, run Thanksgiving. Actually, a lot of people were watching that. I haven't seen any, any of it. I, I haven't even seen like a teaser trailer for it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen a, a second of it, so I don't know anything about that one. I will say it's fun to see Stranger Things on this list. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's getting some attention. Um, I think it's between two shows. Game of Thrones. Yep. What? Oh, really? No. I think Game of Thrones has the edge here. I, I think that Game what of a Thrones... Season. I think that two episodes of that season were phenomenal. The rest of it was just a pretty average mm-hmm. Game Chats, of Thrones season. Chat's backing you up on that. 
Really? Yep. Yeah, Chad. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think then? Westworld and Stranger Things, and I want Stranger Things to win. Over You've... Mr. Robot? Season two of Mr. Robot wasn't as great as season one. Well, this one. category okay. just became a lot more interesting to me than I thought Game of Thrones had it wrapped up. I just thought with all the prestige of I, those last few episodes. I, I agree with... I, I was thinking it would be Game of Thrones unless they wanted to throw in something completely original with Westworld. But I, I assume that Game of Thrones would end up winning it. Well, I can tell you what I want it to be is one we haven't even mentioned. Better Call Saul. I, I yeah. love Better Call Saul. It's a great show, but man, Stranger Things... Yeah, <laughs> we, no, I get it. This is going to be one. <laughs> this is going to be the category that's going to set this house on fire. We're all going <laughs> to the hill. We're all going to die on. I don't think it'll be Westworld. So if you think it's between yeah. with Stranger Things and Westworld, I think there's some critical backlash to Westworld. I don't think critics like the way that story's being told. Mm. They don't dig the puzzle solving aspect as much the as lost as, yeah as mm. a lot of us do. Um, a lot of us in this room do. Yeah. Um, but so I don't think it'll be Westworld. Um, so. Okay. I'm guessing Game of Thrones still, but Stranger Things, maybe. I will. St- That'd be fun. How fun I'm, would that be? Oh, man. Stranger Things. <laughs> what about day. Best Actor? Uh, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul, Matthew Rice from The Americans, or Reese. Uh, is it Rami or Rami? I always get it wrong. Rami. Rami Malik. From- Ram- no, it's Rami. Rami. It's the one you never pick. <laughs> Rami. It's the one. It's. I know it's not the one you when said- I when I introduced myself to him. Yeah, I know I said, said the wrong one. So Rami. Um, and it's not his twin brother. <laughs> Sam Hooligan from Outlander. What a nomination. Kevin Spacey <laughs> from House of Cards and Leah Schreiber from Ray Donovan. Uh, I don't know, man. I would love, I would say I would, Bob. I would love for it to be Better Call Saul. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Um, Maybe Rami. People love Kevin Spacey, though. He His performance has been lackluster these but past people few love him. seasons. I'm just telling you, people love him. House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, best actress in a drama series, Viola Davis. How to get away with murder? She's so good. I've never seen the show, but she, her character looks like Viola Davis kills it in that in acting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carrie Russell for the Americans, which I didn't mention it. We didn't talk about Matthew um, Reese for the Americans as well. That show is actually really never good. never seen a single I've, episode. It's re- actually I want really to. good. Um, Katriana uh, Balfe. Yeah. Wow. Outlander. Is Outlander a good show? Apparently. <laughs> wow. I need to wake up. Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld. Tatiana Maslani from Orphan Black. Please win. You should. And Robin Wright from House of Cards. This one's pretty easy, right? Well, I mean, I think Tatiana Maslani yeah. is the best actress on TV right now with yeah. what she does in Orphan Black. So there we go. Um, but I don't know that it's cut and dry that she'll win. Really? Okay. I think Viola Davis uh, may get a lot of love of next Sunday night. I, I have only seen or currently watching one of these shows, and that's Westworld, and that's it. I've I've never seen House of Cards. I've never seen How to Get Away with Murder or The Americans. Um, I'd like to, but yeah, Evan Rachel Wood is super good in uh, in Westworld. Westworld. Yeah, mm. uh, supporting actor in a drama series. We've got Slater and Mister Robot, Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones, uh, John Voight and Ray Donovan, John Lithgow in The Crown, Kit Harington from Game of Thrones, and Mandy Patinkin. From Homeland. My name is Diego Montoya. Getting a nomination, <laughs> Mr. Patinkin. He's so good. I'm going to surprise you with my pick for this one. Who do you think it's going to be? Kit Harrington. You yeah. think it will be or I, you want it to be? I think it will be. I, I do too. Over Basically, Dinklage even? If it goes to Game Dink- of Thrones, you think it... Oh, Dinklage was stumped by Kit Harrington's performance okay. this year. The um, the Battle of the Bastards episode of, Kit, er, of Game of Thrones was probably the greatest episode of any show ever. And I think that his performance was one of the driving factors of that. And I think mm. that episode alone is going to get him to win. I don't, ha- I can't disagree. 
Okay. And I think <laughs> you have spoken spoken it clearly. But John Lithgow from the one episode I did see of The Crown was great. Um. All right, we've got like guest performer, which we could see Mahershala Ali win another award. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan might get that one from The Walking from Dead. The Walking Dead, yeah, possibly. Mm. Uh, he is the man that made me quit watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, best supporting actress in a drama. You've got uh, Christine Baranski from The Good Wife, uh, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, uh, Lena Headey from Game of Thrones, Constance Zimmer from Unreal. Did you guys watch Unreal? Never heard no. of it. It's an interesting show. Interesting show. And she does have do a great performance. It's about a reality dating show. Okay. And about kind of the behind the scenes of that. And it's, yeah. Oh. Okay. Maura Tierney from The Affair and Tandy Newton from Westworld. Okay. I think this might go to Tandy Newton. I yeah. think it should. I could see that. It's Just call it the Tandy Newton show. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Rename Westworld. I don't know. Anthony Hopkins is the best thing about that show, in my opinion. He, no, I, it's so Tandy Newton I, for me. Man, I think Hopkins is firing on all cylinders in that show. I, I, I absolutely love it, but it also plays into what we were talking about and the uh, pre-show about the Dark Tower tie-ins. So. Who's, uh, who's Bernard... The guy who plays Bernard. I'm is not it, sure that actor's name. Benedict something, maybe? Uh, anyway, he's phenomenal as well. Yeah. Uh, comedy series. Uh, best comedy series. Atlanta, Modern Family, Blackish, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Fleabag, Veep, in Silicon Valley. I want it to be Atlanta, but I don't think it will. It, it might. I want you it to be so? Silicon Valley, but I think it's going to be Atlanta. Really? Because I, I was actually going to flip oh, wait, it. No. To... I think it's going to be Veep. Veep will probably win. It wins everything. But I I think it should be Silicon Valley. All I know is Modern Family, I feel like, is getting nominated based on its first couple seasons instead of its actual you don't first think, You don't think people don't have think seen a, it since? I don't think it's that great anymore. I mean, it's it's still funny. It's good for a few laughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's I, the format of it just seems to be tiring. Yeah. Atlanta was so fresh, and yeah. it was just so... Unlike anything I've seen, especially in the comedy, I want it to win. Yeah, I, no, I'm with you on that. Atlanta is a very special show, yeah. and Donald Glover is is pretty incredible. I'm going to be watching being. those tomorrow. I'm excited to see them. Have you not seen Atlanta yet? I've seen a single episode. I think I think you'll enjoy it. All right. Oh, I love Donald Glover. The fir- childish Gambino. The, the the pilot totally caught me off guard in this. I, I I was expecting something unique, but as soon as it started, I'm like, wow! I was so, I was sold right in the very beginning. Is that a FX show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Best actor in a comedy series. You've got Anthony Anderson from Blackish, Will Forte from The Last Man on Earth, Donald Glover from Atlanta, uh, Bill Hader from Documentary Now, Patrick Stewart from Blunt Talk, and Jeffrey Tambor from Transparent. Now I have since I haven't seen Atlanta. I can't speak to his performance, but I really want Will Forte to win. Yeah, it's I, I do love Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Forte's great. Glover is amazing. I think he might win. I have a feeling Glover will win. I do uh, have to probably say... Tamber would probably win. I do have to say, for if you've never seen Documentary Now, it's great. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Really? The, fact, <laughs> yeah. the fact that Hader plays a different role every episode yeah. is pretty impressive. <laughs> um, so that's... That's not a bad choice, but I don't think he has a chance to win. Yeah. Uh, best actress in a comedy series: uh, Ellie Kemper from Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live, Tracy Ellis Ross from Blackish, Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag, Julia Louis Dreyfus from Veep. It's the year of the uh, hyphenated name, and Constance Wu from Fresh Off the Boat. 
Have you seen that show? I have not seen Fresh Off the Boat yet. I recommend it. I, think I know. It's I need. To, I, I, it's, I've been told I need to see it. I, I've seen pieces of it, like yeah. Blackish, and it's when it first came out. I thought it'll it'll be over. Uh, it won't last a full season. But whenever it started, you know, drawing out, I I definitely agree. It's it's definitely a very underrated. It's one of those shows that you're not. Ex- at least I wasn't expecting a lot, or at least I didn't know what to expect. And then whenever it started. I, I completely agree. There's no chance anyone but Julia Louis-Dreyfus wins this award, yeah, though, right? Like, I would I mean, that's uh, The love for her in the critical community is yeah. extreme. Mm-hmm. I just realized something for a best leading actress in a drama series. Yeah? Where is Winona Ryder for Stranger Things? I don't think critics liked that performance. It was the one thing I heard a lot of critics say was the down thing about mm. that is that it was just really? too over the top. Yeah, I thought it was great, and David Harbour no, should I have been was, nominated. I thought it was well. fine, but um, but I'm not surprised it wasn't nominated from other stuff that I read and heard. Okay, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, probably Julia Louis Dreyfus, maybe Kate McKinnon for that would be interesting. I would love for that. Saturday Night. Live. That would be cool to see somebody from Saturday Night Live win Best Actress mm-hmm. in a comedy series. That'd be interesting. Yeah, um, and if anybody could do it. Kate McKinnon could. Kate, yeah. She's yeah. week after week. She's the best thing about that show. Uh, supporting actor in a comedy series, Louis Anderson from Baskets. Ty Burrell from Modern Family. Andre Brower from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Tony Hale from Veep. TJ Miller from Silicon Valley. And Titus Burgess from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Who do you want to win? Who do I want to win? Yes. Um, Almost TJ Miller. Since he's the he's, host, he's hosting the awards. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I always he? think. So I always think that would be. I didn't funny. know that. Uh, yeah, I it, want him to win too. He uh, he hosted last year too. He did a decent job. Um, but performance wise, I actually really love Andre Brower yep. in Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nine Nine. That's a fun performance because I had it it's down so to different. Three, uh, him, Titus Burgess, Andre Brower, and T.J. Miller. So. Although I can't wait to meet Ty Burrell if he's there. <laughs> I love Phil. Man, that love guy. Me some Phil. Phil, Phil is the best. Phil Dumphy. Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series, you've got Julie Bowen from Modern Family, Anna Chlumsky from Veep, uh, Allison Janney from Mom, Allison Williams from Girls, Judith Light from Transparent, and Jane Krakowski from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Thoughts? Jane mm. Krakowski? Maybe Allison Janney? I bet, yeah. Yeah. I bet it could be Allison Janney. Yeah. I'm, I, I was actually thinking it was Allison that she would end up taking it. Um, but yeah, I, I would probably, uh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen Veep. I haven't seen Transparent. I haven't seen Girls. I haven't seen Mom. So I've only really seen <laughs> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Modern Family. So oh, I can't funny. really make a call. Uh, movies are my thing, not necessarily TV. <laughs> I do movies, watch a lot of TV. Do you want to go down to best movies made for television? Sure. Oh yeah. I don't think, I mean, this is a, I mean, this is a blowout category though, right? For who? American Crime Story. Okay, that's what I, mean, I was thinking. I nothing, was like, I mean, nothing's going to beat that. Okay, wanted to make sure. And I think, I think, it, <laughs> I think it might sweep like all the acting categories mm. and and everything. I mean, it's just it was quite an event. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, there may be some acting categories. Maybe Brian Cranston and all the way. Mm. Possibly. He, he, he won a Tony for that performance. Mm-hmm. So, could be. I think it'll be Courtney B. Vance though in American Crime Story. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Sarah Paulson Powerful. will probably mm. win for Best Actress. Yep. Um. So, Best Supporting Actor. Sterling K. Brown. Probably. Or Travolta, if people want to award Travolta. 
I don't think that his performance was all that great. No, I don't either. But you know, people <laughs> love those names. You know, they. So it's it'd be interesting. Sterling K. Brown is so good in This Is Us too. Yeah. Wow. I really do think you'd like that show. I, I really do. I there are many people trying to convince me to watch it, so I probably will. I never saw The Night Manager. Did you ever get a chance to watch that with mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hiddleston and no, Hugh I did Laurie? Not. Okay. All right, uh, and let's do best animated series. Archer, Simpsons, Bob's Burgers, Son of Zorn, BoJack Horseman, or South Park? I'm really glad Son of Zorn at least got a nomination. Yeah, it won't win, <laughs> no. but it's nice to see it there. Archer. You think Archer should or will win? Both. Both? I think BoJack Horseman might win. Really? I really do. Hmm. I really do. Has, um, uh... I'm glad to see Simpsons still getting nominated. Mm. They're still doing good work. Yeah, they are. Do you want to talk about reality television at all? I know I watch a lot of reality TV, but do you guys? I haven't seen a single one of those shows besides okay. uh, like the first episode of, or first season of Deadliest Catch. Okay. Well, we'll skip over that then. Sorry. I think it's a shame that, that Probst wasn't nominated for reality mm. series host. I, he's the best. For what? Reality host. Uh, but for what show? Survivor. Survivor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, who's the guy for um, uh, Go Around the World with your team? Amazing Race. Amazing Race. Phil Keegan. Yeah, I think that guy's great. Yeah, I don't think this he last got nominated season... this year either, did he? No, he did not. This last season of uh, Amazing Race, I-, I knew some people who were on it. So, Oh, nice. It was the internet celebrity one. Well, there you go. Any overall thoughts as we've kind of gone through the nominations? Uh, anything you're going to, like, you know, threaten me if I don't vote for? <laughs> or You already voted, didn't you? Not for the final. I mean, I nominated, but I haven't voted um, for the final awards. That I won't happen until next week. I can't. Week. You know, if you vote for La La Land over Arrival, I can't blame you for that. Okay, good. But uh, let's see. Not giving away my vote, but <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you won't blame um, me if that happens. Between Casey Affleck and Denzel Washington, I'm okay with. Natalie Portman, I haven't seen Jackie yet. So, right, But right. if you vote over her on Amy Adams, that's fine. If Mahershala Ali wins for <laughs> Moonlight... <laughs> over let's, Jeff Bridges or Ben Foster. Let's just say, let's just say if that happens, it won't be my fault. Okay. <laughs> Um, I really, if you do vote for Michelle Williams over Viola Davis, you'll be I'll mad be, at me. I'll, I'll be upset, but I'll, but it was really good. So I, but sure, good to know. Uh, good to know. Acting ensemble. Are you voting? Do you vote in every single, or can you skip around? Like I don't know this one, so I don't want to cast. Like uh, I think you could vote for what you want to. I always, okay. I always do due diligence and watch everything and make sure I can vote in each category. If you don't vote for Damien Chazelle, which I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we can no longer be friends. <laughs> I think that Kenneth Lonergan was pretty great, guys. <laughs> um, I think it'll be fun, and I look forward to reporting back. We'll we'll try to get a, an episode of Sif Pop in next week. I'm home on Friday, so we'll we'll try to get one in. Maybe You'll be talk a tired about, boy. Maybe we'll do like a a, a review of La La Land because we haven't really mm. done that. So maybe we'll okay. we'll actually do a review. Uh, and then uh, on the Sif Pop after that, I'll be back from the awards and I'll, we can chat about what happened at the awards and probably talk Rogue Squadron because that'll be coming out that weekend as well. That, there's three movies coming out that week. Yeah. You'll have Passengers. Mm-hmm. Passengers is the next week, I thought. It's the 20th, the 21st. You're Rogue Squadron's get... 15th. Rogue One. Or, Rogue I'm sorry, Squadron. Rogue One. Yeah. Sorry. The game Rogue Squadron. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that that movie adaptation. <laughs> but... um. Anyhow, <laughs> point being, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. And Sorry we'll for be that doing... useless rant, everybody, that led to nowhere. <laughs> well, how about it having it lead to our buried treasure? And yeah. Why don't you start us off, Andrew? Uh, buried treasure, I'm going to go with a video game. Since, you know, we did have the video game awards recently. Very nice. 
video game by the name of Titanfall 2. Um, there's a video. You love it? Love it. What do you love about so it? So good. So the original game came out uh, whenever the Xbox One was originally released. So it's been a hot minute since the first game. It was hailed as like the one of the best uh, multiplayer first-person shooters that had come out in a long time because it changed the way, like, the pacing of things, because you could run on walls, and it was super fast-paced and everything. Everybody loved it, but there was no campaign. There was no story. It was just a first-person shooter. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were like, really, you're the same guys who... The people who made the Call of Duty games, which were known for having really good campaigns Mm. and stuff, a lot of those guys left to make their own uh, studio called Respawn. And they're like, we're going to do the things we want to do. And everybody's like, all right, let's do this. No campaign. Everybody was upset. Titanfall 2 comes out, has a campaign and a multiplayer. The campaign was great. I felt a emotional connection to the characters. Um, it's not the most groundbreaking story of all time. It's pretty cut and dry, but it's a lot of fun. And the multiplayer kicked it up to 11 as far as what it did from the first game. Cool. Can't so you, recommend it enough. It's on PS4 and Xbox One. Nice. What about Nintendo Switch? Just kidding. I know that's not out yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> my family is so pumped about the Switch. You don't even know, man. Like, it's my boys just cannot wait till March. Yeah. I, uh, if you can pre-order it, whenever that happens, make sure you pre-order it because that thing is going to be gone. You think so? Oh, yeah. The They just re- re-released, I don't know if you knew this. The they classic re- or whatever? The NES. Yeah, yeah. And it sold out forever. They're not making any more. Mm. Really? They're not making any more? Nope. Well, they're morons. I, why would they turn away money? <laughs> because it's Nintendo and that's what they do professionally. <laughs> <laughs> turn away money. <laughs> Nintendo are the champions of turning away money. <laughs> Oh, man. What about you, uh, Daniel? What do you got for Buried Treasure? Buried Treasure has to go to 11-22-63, the book. Okay. Um, I'm actually, I'm I'm literally in the middle of reading the book right now. Uh, huge Stephen King fan, and of course... You're going to get a high five. The, da- the date uh, just, uh, of course, obviously, we just passed it. And I was wanting to be in Dallas on the actual date uh, because I'm just, I'm, I'm fascinated with history and especially Stephen King. There, there's a lot of... Things that are pushing me towards uh, finishing the book, uh, but I wanted to finish that and then watch the miniseries because whenever they cast James Franco as Jake Epping, I wasn't really thrilled about that. Uh, but I was interested to see what would come from that uh, because not nothing against James Franco. I just I had someone envision in my mind before sure. that, and it's typically when you read a book, I feel like you you start to cast someone yourself. Oh, it's exactly yeah, it's yeah, exactly absolutely. It. And uh, and it was just it was kind of a trip to be able to envision you know Franco in that role, but because I had like Josh Brolin or somebody like yeah. that from my mind it was Jake Epping. Yeah, yeah, a little a little stockier build than you know James Franco. But uh, anyways, it's something that I love the book. I love Stephen King. I'm enjoying it. I'm halfway through right now, so uh, probably you know, by the next podcast, I'll end up finishing the book. But I'm I'm so fascinated with that. Ready to start the miniseries. And then right after that is going to be The Dark Tower. So very cool. Did we ever talk about our final thoughts on eleven twenty two sixty three the show? Did you watch the whole thing? Man, that was a powerful show. I can't, oh, you, I can't remember. It was good. So oh. it lived up to the book. I disagree. Oh. I th- I thought it ended with a thud. Like I really, oh, really? enjoyed the the first few episodes. I and thought the ending funny was funny because I thought the ending was beyond phenomenal. Wow! Well, but it's, you're a fan of the book, right? Love the book. See, I wonder if that has something to do with okay. it because you probably kind of knew where it was I knew going the in some in what was in okay. the ending. Just I was just like, what? 
I, the, it was huh. not satisfying the, to me the, at all. The ending of the book had me in tears, and so did the show. So. Wow. I bet I would have liked it more if I'd read the book. But sure. it just it didn't. Some things about it just didn't jive with me. Didn't seem to make sense to me. The, but uh, I, I liked the the show overall for the first several episodes. So for the book, he actually Stephen King wrote two endings to that book, and he, he mm, threw both endings out because of his son. Yeah, he threw out both endings, and uh, whichever one the 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 masses liked more is the one he put in the final product, and that's the same ending as in the show. Now, one sent his son, uh, didn't he have something to do, do with him writing the ending of the, the book? sounds right. I don't want to confirm or deny. Where perhaps like his son had an idea or something. I will neither confirm or deny. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're on the stand or the, something. I think I do remember reading that, that his son was thinking it was going to end one way, but yeah. he ended it another. That sure. does sound right. So, But that's my buried treasure. Confirming cool. it, it's true. <laughs> confirmed. 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 I can confirm, sir. <laughs> uh, my buried treasure. I've been watching so many movies, uh, screeners lately, getting prepared for nominations, those kind of things. Trying to do my due diligence, mm-hmm. make sure I've seen everything that you know has uh, you know great written all over it. Yeah. Uh, that I've got plenty of stuff I could talk about. I briefly touched on one that I that I want to talk about for my buried treasure, which is a monster calls. Mm. Yes. Um, technically yes. not out yet, so I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say. I don't think there's an embargo on any kind of. Review I'm curious or anything, about the but, whole uh, NDA embargo thing. Whenever a screener comes for mm. you, like yeah, sometimes they'll give you specific instructions. Uh, Live by night, a mm. Ben Affleck's new movie had specific instructions. You know, it's embargoed. Okay. Uh, don't review it. But there's generally some flexibility with giving general opinions mm. as opposed to reviewing something sure. so it's it's kind of murky basically you just don't want to tick off the studios and, right and, obviously yeah. and if if i do that and they get on me then i will apologize wholeheartedly because you know i want to play you my role continue to get yeah. i do i want to play my role you know <laughs> Um, but I don't think they would uh, have any trouble with me saying it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. So Live by uh, Night? No, Monster Calls. I was going to say, uh, you're breaking your rule. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just said. Live by <laughs> night, or, uh, so a Monster Calls is one of the greatest movies you've ever seen? I, 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 I loved it. I'm exag- I mean, that's a little bit exaggeratory. I don't think okay. it would be on my best ever list. But, um, but it is going to be on my top movies of the year list for okay. sure. Uh, it is one of those movies... It's like the feeling of something like the never-ending story or, you know, where there's this kind of childlikeness to it, except a hundred times deeper mm. and a hundred times more well done. So it's it's kind of interesting in that way. It's structured really beautifully, and I just, I bought into it. So I've seen two trailers for that film. One of them makes it look like an incredibly dark film, mm-hmm. and the other one makes it seem like a more, like, not dark, but like a never-ending story-esque. Mm-hmm. So would you lean more towards that as opposed to dark? Both of those are true. Really? Both of those are true. It is really dark. Okay. Um, that's, that's the theme of the movie is okay. how children deal with darkness. How mm. do you deal with rough times as a child? Okay. And so it's... Um, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to sure. give anything away, but sure. I really enjoyed the experience. Mm. Yeah. I and really I'm, did. I'm really stoked to hear Liam Neeson's voice performance as well yeah mm. yeah. yeah it's and it's it's a beautifully animated film too the stop motion animation in that movie is, do you is really know good. the when that one comes out i think it's a christmas movie okay i think okay. technically it releases at christmas like a lot of these movies do um patriot's day is another one i saw that releases mm. at, at christmas Super um, stoked for that one uh hidden figures is another one i saw that releases at christmas uh i think a lot of them are coming out then that's the uh, NASA by one, night. correct yeah hidden figures is yeah um, about the black women who work at NASA yeah. and kind of their role and everything that happened with 
That one also really got my attention. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's like going to be top tier. Fun movie, just good but movie. it's but it's a good movie mm. for Fantastic. sure, and it's a nice family movie. It's PG. Mm. It's not even PG thirteen, so it's a nice oh, wow. one, you know, kind of history movie that you can take the whole family to, kind of thing. Well, that's great. So, um, yeah, but I would definitely say when Monster by the Sea comes or Monster by the Sea. Oh my God, they're <laughs> everywhere! <laughs> they're <laughs> everywhere. Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> Monster. Um, no, when a monster calls comes your way, you might want to check it out. Thank you so much for joining us today for Sift Pop. It's part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about the network and other live and later shows on it by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Mixler, by the way, spelled M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks again to today's guru, Daniel Posey. Woo! Local filmmaker. Where do you want to send people? Thanks for having people? me, guys. Yeah, what do you want to promote? Uh, check me out on Twitter at Sir Daniel Posey or check out my YouTube page, just Daniel Posey. Uh, we've got some uh, stuff coming out soon, and we've got some older stuff as well that you can check out there. That's probably the easiest path to, to check out. What's uh what's like the one video that you would tell people to watch of yours like one movie or what the one thing that's so fascinating right now uh we actually uh, created a short film during the summer and there's a band who actually performed in this and it's Sabrina and the Howlers very good very talented and uh, they're actually working on some stuff for our upcoming project so uh, we're working collaborating with them again. Uh, but their music video has just been blowing up um, and at least, you know, getting every time I check it, it just seems like we get new uh, uh, new views. I would say check them out. Check out the music video. It's called cool. Wild Child by Sabrina and the Howlers. Uh, that's the name of the song, Wild Child. It was uh, featured in the short film and there's kind of like a small uh, clip uh, that is kind of like a trippy sequence at the very beginning of the uh the music video, but I would say check that out if you want a, a an earworm for the day. Listen to that, and it'll be stuck in your head for the rest of the weekend. So there's there's never never a bad time to put a worm in your ear. Yeah, that's that's right. always a good idea, <laughs> except maybe in the Rathacon. <laughs> wow, much love. Good callback. <laughs> much love and gratitude as well to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at three bucks a month. Comes with some pretty fun perks, including your own podcast feed. If you yeah. do support, you can hear all the bonus episodes, including uh, our best ever challenge from today, which is on the exclusive pre-show. All that stuff comes straight to your podcast player uh, with your own podcast feed as a supporter. You can find out more at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Also, if you could rate and comment at your podcast player of preference, especially if it's iTunes, they use that information to promote the show. It'd be a huge boost if you could leave a comment. Uh, if there's anything else you want to say, any feedback you have, feel free to let us know and email feedback at sifpop.com. Monster by the sea. Also monster by night. Monster fences. All those are great. Yeah. Monster Ridge. La 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 monster. La la monster. Phenomenal stuff. Ten Cloverfield monster. Finally out here. Hell or high monster. Hell or high monster. That's the movie I'm going to see on Christmas Day. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. 
And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.